0: Now. And now, Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is not Kate Gunderson, but I am Spencer Kitley, and this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Bachelor Nation pod here on the After Reality Podcast Network presented to you by our good friends and partners at fantasy Four reality. That's fantasy, the numeral for reality.com. And that is where we play our fantasy games. And the bachelor game is live over there right now. So check it out. It is a whole lot of fun to play along with your friends, your family, your coworkers, as you watch and have a bit of a rooting interest. We'll talk more about that as we get to the end of the pod, but we are, we don't have a mouse in my pocket because I am a, again, solo, um, Kate is busy being a mom to baby boy number three, but I am here to talk about Bachelor. Also, we're still looking for a substitute co-host, so if you are that person or you know that person, shoot us a note. Uh, Find me on Twitter, at Spencer Kitley, or drop us a note in the DMs on Instagram, After Reality Podcast, and would love to chat you up. And we're going to talk all the Bachelor stuff this week. First full week in the mansion. And we're talking dates, two group dates, a date with Daisy, some other ins and outs of what's going on, some guests showing up, and in a in a really action filled wedding dress date. Um, before we get into any of that though, I want to remind you, follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. After Reality Podcast. And also a reminder, subscribe wherever you download your podcast or listen to them. Leave us feedback. Love to hear it. Check out our website, afterrealitypodcast.com. So we open up this week, and I liked it, with Joey giving Jesse a tennis lesson. And Jesse's like really hamming it up with his conversation with Joey. And the reason you're a great bachelor is you're a great communicator. You're going to do great at this. And then when the women start to enter the mansion and inner Jesse and wanting to know more about the sisters and kind of diving into decisions Leah made last week. She had that special advantage. she burned it, but she ends up with the first impression rose well, a big week for her. And group date card arrives right away. Rachel, Taylor, Kelsey T, Lexi, Evelyn, Erica, Maria, Lauren, and Jess. Here comes the bride is the name of the date. and as we head to this date, Lauren is grieving because her dad passed away somewhat recently and realizing kind of the impact of that on on her come her actual wedding day. And we're competing here in a game of bridal musical chairs to earn a spot at like reception activities, we'll call it. And it's these girls parading around the head table at a wedding and it goes nuclear right away with Evelyn like slamming herself like a member of the Buffalo Bills mafia into a table trying to get to one of the chairs seated next to Joey, uh, flying flying over the table, flying at the chair. Lauren and Maria, though, seal the closest to Joey seats. So Maria is first up in sampling cakes with Joey, and he gets his first kind of non-limo conversation with Evelyn, and he loved her full commitment. Like, this is Joey's thing. Like, let's have fun. Let's be athletic. Let's do these things together. Um, Erica put some icing on his nose and licks it off. Jess, who has been eh, a little controversial. They bond over being left-handed and feed each other cupcakes. And then they kiss in front of everyone. And this is two times now that this woman has thrown it in everyone else's face. Last week, it was like, we had a little smoochy poo. And this week it's making out with him in directly in front of him. And they are none too happy. And like, I'm kind of out on Jess. Whatever as we call like, she's like, People have compared her to Hannah and Susie, but she's like, if you want to call her that, it's a very light version, because um, that—that that is not who she is. Um, I think it's Hawaii Rachel that really steals the show here on this date with her confidence, with her toast, and it seems to land really well with Joey. And someone is going to win a special first dance with him, and that special someone is Rachel. And she is Mr. Mojo rising for the week. She... Wasn't really on the radar at all last week, but he seems to really like her. And, hey, he's not living in Hawaii right now, but he has been, and that's where she lives. So file that one away, impress with her. And who better to perform and sing for them than Michael Bolton? Not Michael Bolton from the off, from Office Space, but the real Michael Bolton. When he comes out... Sings when a man loves a woman. And this is some actual star power. It's not these nobodies that come on the show. We do get this from time to time. We've had Darius Rucker. We've had Dolly Parton. We've had the Backstreet Boys. Um, We've even had like uh, Neil Cicada and some of these other people. But it's not the who is this person that's on my TV screen. It's Michael Bolton. And they dance. They kiss many times. And the other girls do admit that, hey, they do seem to have some chemistry. And this all leads to the after party. And Lauren is the only one, as they go to the after party, that hasn't gotten time all day to chat with Joey. So nighttime, which we know, is the right time. Maria, she gets the first one-on-one. But she needs to kind of like step out of this confo and into sl- something maybe a little more comfortable. Out of what is already a very skimpy white dress to what is essentially a bikini top and lace skirt. And her seduction, it works. Heavy makeout for her. Kiss leaderboard is growing and getting bigger and, f- and bigger as we go, just a little bit into episode two. And Jess, she's feeling very low, despite having a couple of really high moments, including a very public makeout. And she feels like her immediate connection is being taken away, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. I cannot fathom how she thinks this. She's so in her own head. And he goes and sits down to talk to her she explains she's been through a lot in her past relationships and how she lost herself in her last relationship after a lot of infidelity by her ex and he comforts her and he hugs her and he makes out with her she's only like 24 years old you have not had trauma in your past relationships like 18 to 24 years old you're just trying to figure out your life like there's not past trauma that should be affecting you here. And I don't want to speak for everyone because there may be edge cases. But you cannot be further off from like, Joey's here. He's calm. He's cool. He's collected. He's doing the right thing. Just cut him a break and go with the flow. You're on a TV show. Have fun with it. Only one person's going to end up with him. And back with the group, Lauren is still kind of sorting her emotions out. But she finally gets time with Joey and she shares this he- the heaviness of the day. And Joey feels very badly that she kind of had to go through this by herself today. And the group date, though, Rose, I thought might go to her. It ends up going to Jess. And I'm just like, why? How? I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. Like We didn't even get to chat with Lexi, and, who seems to be awesome because we see it later on. And then we couldn't reward Lauren? I, it seems really off. Like, I don't know what the deal was with Jess and her big boat that she showed up with in episode one. We do go to a one-on-one date, and that's with Daisy, who I, I had in my top four after week one last week. I really like her. She wants a date. He wants a date that will hit all the right notes, and she's preparing for her di- date despite her own insecurities. Pink dress, some white Air Force ones, and hearing in a hearing in a helicopter might be challenging, and that's what they're doing, and I'm like, I'm, I'm a little worried for her. She's worried about telling Joey about her hearing, but fortunately for her, the headphones do the trick in the in the helicopter that she's able to hear. He asks where she wants to go, but she's like, she's so cool and chill. She's like, hey, I'm good with anything. And up in there they get their first kiss uh, of the date, and next up is the Beach Life Ranch, which I assume is a real place, and it's it's like it's a music festival. And it seems like a fun little date, especially for someone that loves music and. Daisy kind of starts sharing with us that hey I'm transitioning out of software sales to kind of this nonprofit that I'm starting about empowering kids. Still a little vague about what that is. And next up, they are very excited to go watch this band Bahamas perform and watch from backstage. Which I don't I haven't met anyone yet that I've talked to that's heard of Bahamas, but apparently these two were excited about it. Or at least Daisy was, or at least purported to be. Um, the dance on stage and things seem to be going really well for them. And that leads us to the nighttime, which we know is the right time, especially for a rooftop. And Joey wants to know more here about her nonprofit. First, she's going to go back. And I I, I like that he asked this question, and that allows her to kind of talk about herself and her journey. And as a kid, she had a lot of extreme illnesses and seizures. And then the hearing loss came, and she kept kept getting sick on and off and, and kind of didn't know what was going on. She and it turns out she had Lyme disease or has it. But did some really intense treatment in Germany. She lost her hair. She lost 15 pounds in five days. And like it sounds like it's been a pretty wild life for Daisy at at uh as someone who's still only 25 years old. And since having that, her hearing has gotten worse, but now she's gotten a cochlear implant and she's been healthy since her treatment, so good for her. Uh overall, he's super impressed by the challenge she's she's overcome, which as am I. And like this has only made her seem more interesting and impressive, both to him and to us as the viewer. Like I said like I said it last week. If she's not the one he chooses, she is the Bachelorette. I can't imagine that not being the case. Uh, she seems great. She's compelling. It's interesting. She's gone through a lot. Uh, seems like a great catch and a really nice, sweet human. That takes us to the group date, which is all the other girls. And uh, Joey has some friends that are going to here be here to kind of to help through this date. And his friends are Jubilee, who has a military background, and Demi, who I like, maybe does. I don't remember that. But Demi's been with us so often, so much through this franchise, that I I don't associate that with her. I just associate with her being this character that is Demi. And today is described as a date that's going to be a bit of tough love, training them mentally, emotionally, and physically at this boot camp. It's push-ups. It's jumping jacks. It's medicine balls. And the main event and the ultimate is the kind of this ultimate paint battle to capture Joey's heart, which... It's also, like, capture the flag. And it's the easiest game ever. I'm lacking in what the challenge is here. Uh, and I believe this is also the date where they show up in, in Joey's shirtless. I think that was this one. And, it's, yeah, it was definitely not the other one. But he was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my shirt back on, which kind of gives us an idea, like, Joey's not that guy. Yeah, he's super fit. He likes to do athletic stuff. Kind of seems like he wants someone that could follow along and do athletic stuff with him. And... We're, we're playing for some extra time with Joey later on in the night. And really, only one of the winners out of the, the quote winning team will get to spend time with Joey. And that team is like is Jen and Kelsey A and Edwina and some others. And it ends up being uh, the woman that's most deserving is Edwina. So she does get to spend more time with Joey. We get to learn a little bit more about her. And, um, I enjoyed getting to know her. Um, someone that I think he he values newly her relationship. She's an entrepreneur. She's from Atlanta. We got a, maybe a little bit of time with her last week, um, but she's she also kind of shared her background. She's originally from Liberia, so an an interesting person that, that that kind of helps us here. And we'll, it will remain to be seen, kind of like where she ranks uh, as far as his likes as as they as they go through the season, but. Pretty quickly, we get back to the house. Like, th- There's not any like big, big things. We had, we had Lauren having a tough time on the group date, not getting a rose. We had a great one-on-one with Daisy. We had this, we'll call it games of some sort date hosted by Jubilee and Demi, ultimately ending with Edwina being the one getting kind of a little extra type of date. So we go back to the house. It's Cocktails and Roses and immediately medina who we don't know a ton about is having a meltdown because she's 31 years old and she's so old and she's older and doesn't have time to waste it's kind of sound like like hey my biological clock is ticking i'm like actually you're only 31 you're not old they just seem old compared to all these 23 24 25 year olds that are here in the house sydney is none none too happy that maria is yapping about medina being upset because Maria thinks, hey, I'm 29, I'm within two years, I'm not old, so she shouldn't have those feelings, which I get, but she also shouldn't be able to tell people what feelings they can and cannot have. So I get Sydney being upset, but also this seems like Sydney being like, hey, I've seen this show before, I don't know if he's into me, but I'm going to create a bit of a niche for myself, can I, can I be a little controversial, can I start some stuff, can I get into things and stir the pot and find myself in paradise? That feels like what Sydney's doing. I actually like Sydney. Sydney was one of my fringe people for the Final Four last week. Someone I really liked in my Fantasy Four reality draft. She's uh she's from Rhode Island, owns a vintage store. And and actually I had her number three overall when I drafted. Um will remain to be seen if, if that was a good pick or not. But then there's Lexi, who I really like. And she has a crush on him. He shares the crush with her. They both say that out loud to one another. And he loves her silly side and she demonstrates it with her painting. She's like, hey, I'm in like a lot of museums. And then she turns around this painting and it's just this silly painting. And he tells us, he's like, I feel the most confident with her. And he, she seems like Joey's speed, Joey's fun, the girl that like he could just go have a great time, a great relationship with. She's a good looking girl. She's also a reminder, she's the one from Hilton Head country club background kind of jives with what with joey's whole tennis stick uh, of course a kiss for her and and then we start rapid firing other girls in there uh kelsey a goes right in for a kiss she's like uh, last week I, w- I was fairly high on her still seems like a leader how, how quickly and, and and connected they are good chemistry caitlin who we don't know a ton about is a self-proclaimed nerd and a french horn player And then we get back more now to Maria and Taylor having a bit of an angsty conversation, which leads to Medina and Maria getting into into it over this age thing, which then leads Maria to bringing the conversation back to the entire group, which always creates kind of a weird, painful dynamic when we have this happening in a larger group form. And ultimately, Maria, I feel like, plays it kind of smart and squashes it fairly well. But she does seem to have ruffled a few feathers here, and it looks like there's going to be more of that rearing its ugly head next week. Uh, who knows? Maybe we're setting the groundwork for a two-on-one. That would be great. Uh, don't haven't hasn't been commonplace in recent years on The Bachelor, but who knows? Maybe that's where we end up. Evelyn, she gives Joey a custom-sewn and embroidered denim jacket, which looked like a really cool, nice gift, and he seems really impressed by it. Um, Uh, Here for the right reasons, I believe is one of the, the acronyms sewn on, on the jacket. And he doesn't kiss her though, but she does tear up and curious to keep an eye here on kind of what's going on there. Obviously she flung herself over that table at the, the wedding dress date. And then there's older sister, Lauren, who is spiraling. And for some reason she's wound herself up into a bad mood and has progressively gotten worse. And then Joey encounters her while she's filming an ITM on the driveway, all in leather. I think a leather dress. And they sit down, which seems a little like, hey, I don't really want to sit down. I'm in leather. But she promptly tells him, like, hey, I'm going to go home. And it's snappy, like, about this. She's like, I'm in a bad mood. Everyone's telling her something. Like, I don't know what. Like, I was really perplexed by, like, what are they telling? Are they telling you, like, to get over it or... We're not like, I felt like Maria was someone who was like, Hey, like, yeah, absolutely. You should have those feelings. Like you take your time. You have those feelings. Um, her being the older sister, like the, I don't know if the younger sister does, can't comfort her here or, or not. Obviously the younger sister's dealing with the same, same thing with their father passing away, but it was just really confused by like, what was happening in the house that you were so in your feelings at that moment that you were in a bad mood as it seemed like something more about the house and less about your home sitch. I don't know. She says she saw potential. She's like, he's handsome as f. Maybe I'll see you at hometowns, which I kind of liked as a, as a as a as a going away line. Uh, I don't know that her sister Allison will make it to hometowns, but that kind of led us into the roses portion of cocktails and roses. Uh, Edwina, Jess, and Daisy all enter enter here with a rose. Uh, first Rose goes to Rachel, who I already gave the Mr. Mojo Ryzen award for the week. Then there's Lexi, who I feel like is a really concrete front runner at this point. I really like Lexi, uh, for reasons I just gave a few minutes ago. Uh, Kelsey a who was the voodoo doll girl on night one. Kelsey T, uh, she, uh don't know a ton about her. She lives in LA. Then Jen Evelyn, who was the denim jacket gifter and the, the wedding dress table leaper, Autumn, who we've not seen at all this week, but we really liked her in week one. Uh, Medina, I politely called the old lady. Uh, Leah, who made a big splash with the first impression rose in week one. And then Caitlin. Others uh, rounding out the group were Chrissa, Maria, Star, who we don't really know at all yet. Uh, I think she was actually on the winning team in the the games group date. And then Allison, the little sis. And then final rose, to Sydney, which I was excited about because I picked her so highly in Fantasy 4 Reality. We do say adios to Erica, Marlena, and Taylor. Taylor, who had kind of gotten a little involved in some of the kerfuffle in the house. Erica, who danced out of the limo on week one, put some cake on his nose this week. And then Marlena, who was one of the most striking people here. Uh, We didn't really get to know her. And the three of them are going home along with Lauren. So we said goodbye to four women this week. And next week, first ever Bachelor tennis open. So we've had we had pickleball and Golden Bachelor. We've had football in the past. We've had um, some other sports, but costumes while we play tennis. Uh, some rose drones uh, and like they fly above like above stadiums at football games in different shapes. So there's gonna be a rose. One of those we're gonna be kissing Kelsey T. It looks like some girls from the Golden Batch show up. Uh, some sort of competition uh, that, that maybe is outside of the the tennis state. It looks like kind of one of those get up on stage and, and compete in in some form or fashion. And then more of Sydney and Maria squaring off and sparring and a lot of doubt kind of being placed there. Maybe, I say, like I said, that's leading us towards a 2-0 on. We'll have to wait and see. So as we get to the end of episode two, I start looking around and trying to figure out who are my final four? Who are my leaders in the clubhouse? What do I think? And I think for me, I gave the Mojo rise to Rachel this week. So she's moving in to my final four. So Rachel, for sure. Daisy coming off of a great one-on-one day, still really like Daisy. And I, I've, I've committed in on Lexi. So, uh, I, he seems he's talked about how confident he is with her. Really like her. I think there's a lot of commonalities. She seems to have a great head on her shoulders. More mature than some of the others. So I'm going with Lexi for for one of them. Then with one spot remaining, I think I still got to go with Leah from from episode one. First impression Rose. I don't know if I'm I'm completely sold. First impression Rose is not a be all end all on this show. But at this point in time, uh, she's she's a heavy contender for me there. Still also really like Kelsey A. As a as a possible fringe contender, and I would love to get to know Autumn a little more. Um, I'm 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 leaving Jess out of the out of the picture. Not in on Jess, but I am in on the ones I said: Rachel, Daisy, Lexi, and Leah. Those are my final four leaders in the clubhouse after two episodes. Let's take a quick look over at fantasy for reality. Fantasy the number four reality.com again that's where we play all of our fantasy games that's where the bachelor game is live plenty of time to sign up play along get a group of co-workers get your family get your friends whoever likes the show play along um, if we'll do it again we did this other week Daisy she's our leading point getter this week she scored 150 points how do you get there well you dance with the lead for 30 points you ride in a helicopter for 20 points you see a live music performance performance for 20 points you kiss the guy three times for 10 times per cast and and then you you go on a one on one date. You get ten points for that, and then by staying staying there in week two, another twenty points. That leads you to a hundred and thirty points for the week, and leading the way for all women, and leading the way for the season. One hundred fifty points for her. Jess sits at one forty, and then Lauren, who just went home, got a big takeaway by leaving in week one, or leaving um on her own volition in week two, and that is a little bit of how. Fantasy for reality works again. Play along; it's it's a fun one. And if you want to follow along, or like I said earlier, hit me up if you if you have some if you you or someone you know is interested in in, in guest hosting here on the Bachelor Nation for the season, would love to chat with you at Spencer Kitley on the Twitter for me. Uh, you can also hit us at After Reality Podcast on on Instagram in the in the DMs. Um, and speaking of all that. Follow us on Twitter at AfterRealityPod. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at AfterRealityPodcast. And subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave us some feedback and and do all the things. Don't forget to check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. And as I, I said before, you can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley, at Fantasy4Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, we remind you, we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality.